0: Hello everyone, it's Pamela, welcome to another episode of Limitless Women. Thanks to all of you who are taking the time to listen to another inspiring story. I'm super excited to interview a very authentic woman, a good friend that believed in this project the minute I shared it with her. I'm grateful for her endless support and very happy to introduce Catherine Chen. She is an incredible human being that is always there to help others giving the best of her through many hours of volunteering as a business mentor. For a virtual startup incubator training for women, helping them on how to turn their passion into a profitable business. Catherine is a true entrepreneur who launched My Chaperone startup this year after working with big law firms like Baker McKenzie for over 10 years. My Chaperone is a platform that provides a community-driven package receiving solution where you can request assistance of your neighbors to accept online delivers on your behalf. I admire her commitment and how important it is to her to be a proactive businesswoman. She's a humble human being, always trained to improve and push herself to become better. She's very committed to contribute to society. For those of you who sincerely decided to be entrepreneurs, starting and creating our own business, listen how Catherine approaches the ups and downs, keeping the optimism, confidence, and positive attitude on the different phases on this path. Wish you enjoy the interview. Catherine, I'm super grateful that you are taking the time to talk about all what you do in life, uh, talk about yourself. While I was going through your CV, it impressed me, all the work that you have been doing the past 10 years, and one of the highlights when I was reading about you it was, you were into a business mentor for a woman community 24-7 to help them out, to be an entrepreneur and have this drive on social media. I think like that's absolutely interesting. But what it really shocked me about you and your story is that you were previously working in a law firm. You were internationally working in another company for government in the U.S. Mm-hmm. and you decided to drop your career and start your own business.
1: Yeah, that was, um, it's a tough journey. So when I was 36, 37, I realized I liked what I did for the past 10 years. But life is so short. What am I going to do the next 20 to 30 years? And I realized if I want to do something for myself, now it's time to do it. So it's a huge change for me. I'm not saying I'm 100% comfortable now, I'm still struggling because it's a huge transition. But I'm happy I took a risk, if you call it, it's a risk, to do what I'm doing now, because I'm doing this for myself, doing something I'm passionate about.
0: And it's like going out from comfort, zone.
1: yes, because nothing
0: for sure, and you have to work for it and just hustling every day, because it's your project.
1: Yes. It's so funny, actually, I met someone a few days ago, just two or three minutes into a conversation, this guy's like, you are a hustler. I'm like, maybe, but I don't put myself in any category. I just go after what my heart tells me to do, and my head, like, just go after our dream." What's your drive right now? My drive is um, just my shop room. I just, I'm not driven by money. I'm driven by solving a problem. I know there's a problem. I know my chaperone is a solution, potential solution to this problem. I just want to see how far this can go. Regardless of the outcome, I'm learning so much on this journey. That's what matters the most. Of course, if my chaperone takes off, of course I'll be happy. If it does not take off, I'm happy too. It's about learning constantly
0: until the day we die. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit more of my chaperone concept. This is a company that Catherine started a couple of months ago
1: you to tell us about Yeah. so back in January 2019 I was working from home my neighbor she's a busy working lawyer she said oh my god my dining table is coming I cannot take four hours off what should I do because in my condo building if you're not home if the package was too big or too happy would be sent back to the warehouse we live in downtown we don't have cars what's the point of doing shopping online I, I told her I work from home. I can help you. It took me five minutes of my time to get her a huge dining table, and she said, "I'm gonna take you out for dinner." She said, "Well, thank you so much." I'm like, only five minutes of my time, which is nothing. That reminded me of myself two years ago. I ordered something on Amazon. It's a huge luggage, but it's super light. It cost me fifty-five dollars. I'm like, that's why shop online. But when I got home, I went to the, my concierge. I'm like, "Where's my package? Where's my luggage?" They were like, "We called you. You did not pick up the phone." The package was sent back to the warehouse. I'm like, where's the warehouse? In the middle of nowhere. So the time took me one hour to go there and come back. It cost me $55 Uber. So I did my math. I'm like, I could have just shopped locally. Why? What's the point of shopping online? So after two incidents, I'm like, it's a huge problem. So I did research for three months, realized this is a huge problem for everyone. If you miss your delivery, you have to go to the warehouse or nearby post office. Why do people? Why do people shop online? Convenience to save time. If you miss your package, you have to drive somewhere. It's not convenient anymore. In addition to that, if you live in a house, package theft is on the rise. So I'm not creating my chaperone as a product. It's a solution to solve the last mile delivery problem, which is misdelivery package theft. So, it's a social impact too because we live in a community, people should talk to each other. You don't have to be friends, but if I help you now, next time you can walk my dog, you can sit my cat. So, that's the social impact of this product a solution as well.
0: So, when you were um, creating
1: this company, mm. for you it's important the social impact? Yes. Yes, yeah, social impact is quite important because I did research about how shipping companies work. They, they actually try to deliver three times. So if the first time you were not home, they come the second time. If the second time you're not home, they try the third time. It's bad for the environment as well. So the social impact is both on the human interaction. Secondly, it's on the environment because look at what's happening now, the climate change. So the social impact to me is equally important to providing a solution to the real problem of last mile delivery.
0: When you, created, when you were creating this company, um, it was really hard to see all the cons and pros at the beginning. Did you like did all the research or did you just jump to say
1: like, let's do this? No, I'm actually quite a practical and rational person. So it took me three months to do my research to be sure this could be a tangible solution. After three months, I realized, yeah, this is a problem and it's going to be... bigger problem because people are doing online shopping all the time and people are going to buy more and more online. Even my concierge, I talked to them two weeks ago, they told told me they were told by the delivery guys two years from now they can receive up to thousands packages per day. Can you just imagine? Thousand. Now just maybe 20, 30 or max 100. But can you imagine two years from now they have no space for that many packages. Where What's the future solution? There's no such a solution. That's what my chaperone is, a sharing colony. Look at we're living a condo, we live in a building, 635 people, units. We have space in our condo. It's a shearing colony. Sharing the space. And that saves your time too. Can you imagine when it snows and rains? You're like, sorry we missed you. Come to the warehouse. You can just walk ten minutes to post office. You're like, it's snowing. It's raining. I have to carry a mid-sized package. I don't think that's something you want to do absolutely not <laughs> yes exactly it's the pain right we don't want you to feel the pain of online shopping no it should be stress-free
0: well that's about doing an impact in a positive way yes and thinking just about the money running a business right no any other new companies or entrepreneurs that
1: they just want to earn money yeah an evaluation to me of course i need to make money because i have I, to support myself that's the next question that i want yeah. to ask you <laughs> So
0: when you were starting this new project in your life, at the same time, you decided to quit or it was after or before how you were dealing with your
1: other previous work? So um, when this came to me, I had my first consulting boutique, um, let's say startup. I was doing consulting work. Then I realized I cannot split myself into two because I'm one of those people, if I'm want to do something, I want to make this happen. I'm not gonna put seventy-five percent in. I'm gonna put myself three hundred percent in. So I changed my lifestyle dramatically because I used to travel so much. I spent money on traveling to enrich my life. It's a memory experience. I'm make a sacrifice for a better self, let's put it this way. Yeah. It's been difficult for you. Tell us more mm-hmm. about this
0: part that new entrepreneurs they are into like making business yes and they think that all oh, gonna start super fast. <laughs> yes. Early morning, I was listening to a podcast mm-hmm. and the guy was talking about successful people, what they do, like all the steps. And one of them was visualize your business, how you wanted to do it in ten years if it already would be a successful business mm-hmm. and think about going backward and see all the process that it's going to take you to get to that point and if you are in love of mm-hmm. every single step things that you didn't like to do and probably you have to or you stop doing things that you like you like your hobbies or not going to parties or yeah. lack of traveling, for example. Mm-hmm. It's one of your favorite things. Yes. And if all that process is worth it and you will be happy with go for it. Yes. But if you're not willing to do all the process and all the effort and mm-hmm. work that takes you what you really have to do, then you're not going to do it.
1: Yes. Quite often, I want to tell people, oh my God, I run my own startup. I'm launching a product. People are like, oh my God, so good for you. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's not glamorous. It's very... It's very stressful. It sounds so fancy. You work for yourself, but there are so many things come along with work, just, you know, working by yourself, working for yourself. Number one, look at social isolation. You, you work from home because we're bootstrapping. You work from home, you're trying to save money, spend money on things you have to spend on. That social isolation is really real because we're humans. Well, we like to talk to people. We like to socialize with people. Social isolation actually is a big problem among people like myself, but we don't we tend not to talk about it because people are shame saying like, "Oh my God, I feel so lonely." But it's okay to just tell other people, "Yeah, you feel lonely, just talk to other people, talk through the problems." Well, we have two phases on on this one, yeah. Because, like for example,
0: when people ask you, "What do you do?" like, "Oh, I started my own company" or "I started, like my own business," and they're like, "Oh, wow." Some of them they're gonna be like jealous because many people they don't really have the guts to do it. Yeah, to do it exactly. Mostly are closer friends or family members, and they said, "What are you doing? Why are you getting a real job? Yeah, what are you thinking? You shouldn't. It's not gonna work. You're gonna waste your time. You're gonna waste your money. Think about like all the payments that you have to do. Yeah, and you already have a check there, like monthly or weekly. Yes, or every two weeks. But
1: why are you going to run out of it? So we have these two phases. How you manage? It happened to me actually quite often, so a few months ago, one of my family members actually told me, why are you making yourself so stressed? You are in your late thirties, eventually you want to have a family, have kids. This is not good for you. Just get a job. It's easy for you to get a job, get paid every two weeks. Life would be easy. And I realized because she cared about me. That's why she told me things she wanted to tell me. It's not because She did not believe I could achieve what I wanted to achieve. And just a few weeks ago, a friend of mine FaceTimed me and told me to my face, 99.99% your startup will not take off. Your product will not take off. I realized, I know you care about me, but you have never tried. You have never tried any startups. How can you conclude nothing would happen to me? Let's see if it's true nothing happened to my product, my startup. but. Have learned so much I'm still learning so much on this journey about what's happening in the market as as well as myself how to be more patient how to talk to other people how to talk out talk talk myself out of this social isolation stress very stressed I'm very stressed and how many how many nights or mornings I wake up I'm like I feel lonely I feel lost I feel stressed I feel anxious what to do but Look at me, I'm still talking to you now today. Which means, I survived. And it's worth it? It's Yeah, it's so worth it because it made me realize it's okay to be open and vulnerable. Because taking a risk, you have to be so vulnerable, you don't know what's going to happen to you. But it's part of life. If you're not vulnerable, maybe at the age of 85, you will look back and say, I have so many regrets. At least I prefer living my life without regrets. Yeah, you're, it's going to be painful, emotional, you're going to cry, but it's part of life journey no regrets how you keep yourself accountable um it's hard two weeks ago i was it was not easy for me to even get up but i'm like you know what life is too short i have to be responsible for myself i'm in control of what i'm doing for myself now i i joined Toastmasters to meet nice people improve my public speaking skills i dance salsa i dance afro because i love music music happy music makes me happy so no one can make me happy or no one can make me who I want to be except myself. I can talk to my friends or people care about me. You guys can give me support, advice, but it's up to me to be a happy person. Of course, it's not easy, but I'm trying to do what I can. And are you happy? I'm happy now. I'm of course, if I can be happy today, I can be unhappy tomorrow. But I think the bottom line is as long as I do what I'm in control, the rest, I don't know. At least I can do what I'm in control of. I know what I'm doing. The rest is history. But at least I'm trying to do something I'm passionate about. That's what I'm happy about.
0: Well, I think when you are doing something that you're passionate about, that it has truly meaning Mm -hmm. in life, a positive impact to society, that's where happiness comes to us automatically.
1: Yeah. Even I realized um, sometimes on the streetcar or like the subway, the, young, the kids, like two or three years old, they just smile at me because kids, they can sense the, the vibes. Whether I'm a happy person or a positive person, they look at me, they smile. I'm like, kids are good. <laughs> and you are, you're all, always smiling. Yeah. You have
0: strong security on yourself, mm-hmm. which I admire. It's amazing. It's empowering. I remember how we met. Yeah. We were in Google startups. Yeah. This nice lady came to me. I love your jacket. <laughs> Beautiful color, and she was a little smiling. I felt a little bit shy. Yeah, because um, I do that also all the time to other women when I see something beautiful in them yeah. or I they have beautiful eyes or hair or whatever. Yeah. I can come out to them and yeah. tell them I'm not the kind of person that yeah. jealousy yeah. or I love that about you. Thank you. That's super sweet. And yeah. then we start talking. It's also incredible how we can connect with someone else. Because mm-hmm. if you wouldn't approach me, I wouldn't ask you what do you do for a living. Yes. Or, what are you doing in Google startup? Yeah. Right? So a really So that's
1: about human interaction. Yes. Like now it's, magic. Kind of, yeah, it's like no matter like you are comfortable talking to people we're not comfortable but that human interaction can have a huge impact on our life both professional and personal yeah because you
0: never know i know and that day in the blackboard i wrote don't forget to smile oh, and yes. i draw a smile face <laughs> i know you never know when you can do someone else's day yes. or just like a reminder yeah exactly life just is smile. not
1: bad just keep smiling or just keep swimming how you deal with your anxiety it's hard sunday morning i woke up I felt anxious. I'm like, what am I doing here? And which led to more stress, which led to, oh, I feel really lonely now. I think that's not an easy thing to do, no matter how strong, independent you are. I consider myself as a strong, independent human being. I still having trouble dealing with that. So when I feel really anxious, because now I'm allowing myself to be open, to be vulnerable. I call my friends or call my pe- call people I can trust. I just cry. I allow myself to be emotional, let, let them know what's happening in my life. After I cried, after they hear me, I feel better because we're human beings, we're supposed to just cry it out. Just, what's the point of hiding it? There's no point. Because crying… There's no perfect life. No, life is not perfect and it's okay to let people know what you're going through because it's actually a healthy way to deal with stress and anxiety. Instead of hiding, I'm strong, independent. I don't need help. No, we all need help. We're human beings. But
0: it's another way to be to boost ourselves. Yes. And to
1: be energetic, happy. I know.
0: this journey. So you're always happy. I always see you happy, mm-hmm. and I know that you dance, and that's
1: one of your <laughs> hobbies. Yes. Yeah. So um, I've been dancing for like a long time. I used to dance zumba. Now I dance salsa. I dance Afro dance. I just love music because I think music, happy music makes you happy. When you play the happy music, you just want to get up and start dancing. Yeah, totally. Yes. I'm exactly the same way. <laughs> yes. And going
0: back to work. Yes. When we are being independent and we have to deal with our own schedule, how can you manage yourself to be proactive?
1: That's a good question too. I'm not saying I'm 100% perfect with my My solution is 100% perfect. At least I'm forcing myself because I realized when you don't have a routine, it's not easy for you to do things on a daily basis. So now what I do, I wake up at 7.30, I read my email and I read the news and then I get out. I get myself out there. I either go to the library or coffee shop. And sometimes when you have a job, you have to be there for 10 hours or eight, nine, 10 hours. But when you work like me, other people, it's not about how many hours you work. It's a task. It's more like task driven sometimes you can spend so many hours thinking about the problem but when you think through you may spend like maybe max two or three hours to finish the task so that's what i realized you don't have to work long hours it's about how productive you are get the task done. but that's the difference between
0: doing the urgent yes and doing the important yeah doing the important is why it's going to get us closer to our goals or to achieve whatever we want to yeah but sometimes it's really difficult because we came across with the urgent things yes like do laundry mm-hmm. or have to go grocery shopping yeah or unpack yeah meeting friends yeah because we have compromises mm. if we don't focus on the important the urgent things will take us five ten years sometimes and we turn around and
1: say oh but I was, like, doing so much. Yeah, you were doing so much. It's more like priorities. Mm-hmm. Like, now I realize, yeah, well, I, I still want to drive myself to, ch- I still want to achieve so many things. But at the same time, I don't want to do that at the cost of not spending enough time with my nephew, nieces, or friends, or family. Because when I was younger, I'm like, yeah, who cares? You just want to keep doing what what's important for you. But when you're getting older, you realize actually family and friends, a part of like work-life balance. That's what work-life balance is about. It's not just about us working hard, getting recognized, making money. It's actually the balance. When you are supported, loved by your family and friends, you can be so much more productive. Like that's what I realized. Totally agree. And
0: I feel that we live in a city, Toronto, Mm -hmm. and here we are in a North American culture. Everything, it's running. Everything is in the schedule. The morning started pretty early. Mm -hmm. The day, it's long. 8, 9 p.m. And then you have to go to sleep. And then you have this routine every single day. And then you don't even realize, but it's weekend already. Oh, No the end of the month yes oh we are months ahead for christmas yes. years so if we don't have priorities i mean everything has to be in balance yes. like it's not all about like having fun choosing mm-hmm. life yes we have to manage in even more when we're living in a culture that everything is like running running rushing rushing and people they don't connect they don't have yes. this kind of conversations. Sure. yes for me it's amazing because i want to know like what are you doing that's yeah. your positive impact to the world? Mm-hmm. It's really helping others and learning through other people. i am being learning through you. Mm-hmm. It's amazing.
1: I think that's changing too, because I think in your generation, younger people realize I should having that human interaction, human touch is so important. Mm-hmm. I used to text so much, but now I think people are realizing, no, I want to talk to people. Now I'm actually talking to people more than texting. We're using WhatsApp, so I think things are changing, like people realize, when you look at the revolution of internet or iPhone, smartphone, the past 10 to 15 years, yes, our life have changed so much, but at the same time, we realize that human human interaction, human touch, we lost that. Now people want that. Decreased. Yeah, like now people want that. Like even my older friends, my generation, or younger people, like, we want that human touch, That's why you have co-working space, you have flex day, because people realize, yeah, I can work from home, but um, yeah, initially it sounds so good, but no, people want to talk to people We are social animals. I think we appreciate what the internet smartphones have done to us, but at the same time, it's at the cost of losing that human touch. But now we're going back, we want more human touch. It's
0: all what we want, what we are looking for every day, even if we don't realize like when was the last time you received a love letter by paper no right yeah or when was the last time you did one i don't know right (laughs) i know it's all about that earlier you were mentioning to me that being on the H U R L in your late 30s yes um you have been achieving everything you wanted in life yeah and uh you were asking
1: to yourself lately what's next yes so I've been thinking about this actually for like quite some time now. Initially I thought, Oh my God, I reached a midlife crisis. Then I realized, no, 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 it's not a crisis. I'm at a crossroad, meaning I, like I told you, I have done and achieved everything I wanted since I was a child. In terms of traveling, working in big cities, in Toronto watching this as a working professional, get, getting higher education. And making investments, having condos in downtown. What's next? Am I going to keep doing what I did 10 years or what I'm doing now? I still have 20-30 years to live or to fulfill my life. I think I'm a crossroad. I really want to do something which will make me feel like I'm making some huge impact, not huge, positive impact on people's life. Do something to make me feel like I'm not just a machine, I'm not just a computer, I'm a human being. That's actually quite common because it's not about how much money you're making, how much bonus you're going to bring home by year-end. Money does not buy happiness. If you're not happy, I just know so many people are so miserable at their jobs, but they don't have a choice to leave because they either have kids or family, they they were trapped. Maybe trapped is a strong word. But they feel trapped, even for younger people. For instance, last Friday night, I was at Toastmasters. I was talking to everyone. This younger guy, maybe he's only 24, 25, he's like, I feel like I'm trapped at my job. I don't know what to do. I want to look for jobs, but when I get home every night, I'm tired. So I think that's actually happened. It's happening to everyone, not just people in, at my age or 40s or 50s. When we feel trapped, Maybe look for something will make you happier. Let's say go dancing. We'll make, make time for yourself, which is not easy. But if we don't make time for ourselves, we'll tell people, hey, I'm leaving at this time. People, it's our human nature to take advantage of other people. So I'm at this crossroad now, what to do next. So I'm, I'm actually happy what I'm doing now because it's helping me shape my next chapter. I have to make so many mistakes. I have to be emotional, I have to cry to make sure I know what I'm going to do next.
0: And you have to be also smiling. Yes, exactly. And be
1: happy. Just keep going on. Yeah, because nothing will come to us. Say, here you go, we're going to give you this for free. Nothing will come to our life for free. At least nothing good. Something bad may become, but in order to get what we really want, we have to fight for it, which means it's a journey. You're going to have so many ups and downs. But if you don't go through that journey, you would never know what, what you want and what you're, you're going to get. It's a journey.
0: So in one of your previous works, it really interested me, the virtual startup, mm-hmm. that it was for business mentor for a woman. And can you tell us a little bit more about that? Because I think that one is like unbelievably amazing.
1: Yes. Yeah, so um, a few months ago, so the founder of the startup, she reached out to a few women, and say, "Oh, I'm actually helping women from different countries and different continents to have this virtual startup because starting a business is not easy. You have to consider structure, strategy, legal, social media, marketing, and finance." Mm-hmm. And so she brought a group of women to be on board, and I said, "Sure, it's a volunteer base, so we don't get paid." But I'm like, "I want to give back. I'm not a perfect person, but..." I have so much life experience and I'm doing this myself. I can share my pains." So I said, sure, I can do that. So what we did did is we have like weekly or bi-weekly basis. You just have a chat with a woman or a group of women. They tell you what what they are struggling with. For instance, one woman said, "Um, I know what I'm doing now, but I don't know how to take this to the next level. I said, if you are looking for partnerships, don't be shy. If you know you want to talk this." organization, get the CEO, the president's name and email address. Just reach out to that person. You have nothing to lose. Why are you shy about it? If they don't reply, you move on to next. I even told her how to figure out the email format based on the name and everything. So she said, I never thought about it. I'm like, yeah, there's so many ways for you to reach out to people free of charge. So I did the entire summer. So I'm enjoying just to give back. Like I think giving back and people say, Oh my God, you're doing this for free. Sometimes, yeah, money is important, but giving back and helping other people indirectly, I'm helping Will myself. Yeah, I'm yeah. helping myself too. And you learn at the same time? Yes. It's what's happening to me. Yeah. <laughs> and you are also a fundraising coordinator. Yes. Um, so I think it happened to me last Christmas time, December 2018. At that time, I felt down. I realized why am I complaining about what's going on in my life? When I look at other women who have been abused or they're addicted to drugs. They, I'm like, why? I have nothing to complain, I should not complain. So, I reach out to Sistering, it's a non profit organization. They help marginalized women. Those women were either physically or emotionally abused by their partners, but they grew up in that environment. So, they can never, it's hard for them to, to get out of the cycle. So, I reach out to them, like, I want to help you guys because I realize how strong I am and I do have time, I want to give back, even just not it's volunteer position. So I've been doing that since February and I go there sometimes once a week or bi weekly depends on how busy I am. So to me, because the first time I got there I look at those women, they have no place to live. They come here, they go they go there every day for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Sometimes they sleep on the couch. They just sometime next day is they go to a church they have no home i just cannot imagine someone without having a home they probably even grew up without having a home it's very touching i'm just like wow this is real and where they are actually is like half an hour from where i live that's a huge difference so was such an I- really eye-opening for me. Initially, like I actually got emotional too. I'm like, how can I get myself? I, I'm strong. I could get myself out of a situation. I talked to other people. I'm like, how come those women, we give them support, we give them money to me. How come they can never get out of that tough situation? And it because how, that's how they grew up. If they saw their mom being abused by their dad and then they got in, into a relationship, they were abused as well. So there's nothing too much we can do instead of just supporting them, giving them a safe haven, letting them feel they are loved and cared for. It's really tough. Every time I go there, I saw them in, at the beginning. I got so emotional, mm-hmm. but now I'm just like, I'm doing what I can as a human being. That's why I, when I compare my life to their life, it's what, what I'm complaining about.
0: <laughs> exactly. Like, gratitude yes. to learn from those situations, putting ourselves in others' shoes. Yes tough one as well yes just experience what they are living every day yes and we complain sometimes about silly things yes that they really don't matter yeah exactly or we think like our problems are huge mm-hmm. yes. yes that's what makes us awake yeah and feel alive yes and being super grateful yes
1: of how blessed we are
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah so i'm i'm going next wednesday because i have been so busy so i'm going back next wednesday afternoon because I think during the Christmas time, its found reason they are really busy because holiday season, and they have like holiday parties for those women, and in the summertime they had a barbecue party for those women. Actually, you can tell those women actually were happy when they know they don't have to think about where to sleep, what to eat the next day. It's their life is really tough helping other women. That's uh, really admiring from you because
0: all of what you're doing and like during the past year. Mm-hmm. It's about helping uh women community. Yes. That's amazing. What woman's you?
1: Michelle Obama. Why? Just when you look at her. She's not from a high class. She's from Chicago. I read her book and I have been following her since she became the first lady. She's from she's like us on the street. She's not from somewhere like I belong to this one person of population. She's from an average family in Chicago. Like She went to Princeton. Then she went to Harvard because she was smart. She never put herself down because I'm from South Chicago. I could never become a lawyer. Look at what she has achieved and she helped her husband to be who they are now as a loving couple. They fought and she's so open about what happened in the marriage, what, what they did to go through that tough times. To me, that's what real life is about. It's not about we are so good, we are famous, we are going to sell our books or movies to make money she's real, she inspires me every day I follow her on social media, even just like her marriage with her husband like now I think she's more famous than her husband as a president she's so real, she's one of us so there's nothing like if you are from here you cannot make this happen it's up to us to make this happen that's why I think at least I feel like I can relate to her
0: yeah she's a real powerful woman yes much to learn from her yes she's a wonderful
1: mother wife and person yes she's just a wonderful person super humble that's like wow i know for such a good woman even like when she was attacked by those racists, she just handled in such a classy way so to me i'm like that's what life is about when people attack you you don't attack them back if you attack them back you actually are with them same level yes she inspires me every day even like I'm thinking if I'm going to ever get married with someone, she's the one to say, look at your marriage. There's ups and downs, but it's okay. It's okay to have differences. But it's up to us to handle the, the tough situation. So she inspires me every day. That's so true.
0: There's anyone that inspired you so
1: when you were growing up? I think the Prime Minister of England, Thatcher. In the 1980s. She was the Iron Lady, yes. I grew up actually admiring her. Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, yeah. She's amazing. Yes, So she was my idol when I was young in the 1980s. So for a long time, then in my 20s, I'm like, oh, wow, Michelle Obama.
0: Yeah, both of them are a super strong woman. Yes. Really decisive, knowing
1: what they're doing. Yes.
0: And fighting Mm -hmm. to accomplish whatever they want. And a positive impact. Yes, exactly. Like to help others. Mm -hmm.
1: Unlike when you, I'm not trying to put other people down. Unlike nowadays, some people just want to become famous, post the pictures, everything. They don't even get, want to get a job. They just want to post pictures. They want to become a YouTuber to make money. Like to me, just like it's okay. But what's your impact? That's why women like Michelle Obama or Margaret Thatcher like they inspire me. Did anyone in your family inspire you yeah, uh, my, a woman role? Yeah, I think probably it's my grandma, who I have never met in my life. She passed away. Mm-hmm. She passed away when she was forty-nine. So think about it in the nineteen thirties and forties in China. She went to university. She majored in biology in wow. the nineteen forties. And she became after that she became a professor. Teaching biology. In the nineteen forties in China, biology. She was probably the only woman in the entire department. I never met her because wow. she passed away. She had cancer. She passed away when she was forty nine. But I saw the pictures and stories of her from other people. I'm just wow. Oh, well, for sure you have like tons of her. Yeah. For sure, <laughs> yes. no doubt. Do you have
0: any favorite quote? Just keep swimming and keep smiling. Thank you very much for this interview, gathering. Thank you, Pam. I really have no doubt that you're going to accomplish helping others. Yes. I love that you're also volunteering and that you are so humble and you are really interested in impact in a positive way and help others. That's, at the end, what we came to do in this world. Yes. To be successful for a reason.
1: Yes. Also, I realized, look at what I have achieved my journey, because I'm in my late 30s now. No matter what people did good or bad in my life the past 15 years, made, they made a contribution to my journey. So that's how I'm like, even people do bad things to me, I forgive them. Because when you do bad things to me, it made me a stronger person. So I actually I never actually say, I hate you. I d- never hated anyone. Yeah, you do bad things to me for a reason, maybe you would, that person felt insecure for whatever reasons, we don't know. But I always forgive because if you hold on that anger, it's not healthy idea. So there's so many people in our life. They made so many contributions to make make who I am today or make who you are today either good or bad. But it's it's all really good that
0: you're living away and behind you because yeah. that's the only way that we can move forward. Yes. Just Stick with something bad that happens to us in in life. Being strong enough and wise enough to let it go and keep moving forward.
1: Yes, that's why it just keeps swimming like the movie, right? I like it. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, man.
0: For me, it's incredible how everyone approaches life differently. But what I enjoy the most is how much we can learn and get inspired by others. For all of you out there with or without a career, and decided to be entrepreneurs, I hope you feel more confident after this interview, realizing that you're not the only one experiencing stones in the way. But it's definitely on us how we approach them to keep moving forward. I invite you to take a moment and ask yourself, do you truly enjoy what you do? How you react when you realize that things can take longer than you expected? Remember that one of the biggest purpose in life is to be happy. Don't forget to smile!